Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What are we here to talk about today, Nathan? <laughs> Are we going to pretend to be haunted dolls today? (laughs) (laughs) What are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about George Santos. Who is a haunted doll? Who are you referencing? No, no, who are you referencing? The way you said it was like a haunted doll. (laughs) Like I was Annabelle? Yeah, it's something like that. I was just or thinking, I was thinking the little girls in The Shining. Well, yeah, it's like come play with us. Yes, yes, totally. That's what you sounded like. Hello, Nathan. Hello, Katie. How are you? Who shall we murder today? George Santos. George Santos. Yes, that is our subject. Nathan Lee. And I'm Katie Mordhorst. And we're here to do a show. We're <laughs> telling you about some shit online. Yeah, and it's some this is some good, deep, rich shit this this week. Do you think? I think so, yeah. It's good, deep, rich shit. Yeah. Um, if you like rich people, then you might like George Santos. Exactly, because he Pretends. pretends to be a rich person yeah and, and has how, his entire life how did he get rich in quotes he <laughs> stole money from people who donated to his campaign i mean he actually didn't get rich it was never his money no that's the definition of a thief he's just an asshole he just liar he's, he's just a nothing you can't trust anything he says 
No. Not a thing. His Wikipedia entry is longer than Jesus's. I seriously. Did you go look at Jesus? To I'm compare? going to go look at Jesus right now to compare, but it is so long because it's just a litany of lies. <laughs> and it points out the lies? Oh my God, yes. It's like, it's almost, I feel like it's every lie he's ever told is on Wikipedia. Mm. Like the people from Wikipedia just went crazy. Let me look. Jesus's is definitely longer, but it is inordinately long. So I know things from The Fabulist, which is a book by Mark Chiazzano. Is it just about George Santos? It's called, yeah, it's just about him. And it came out like really fast after the the scandal and the expulsion. So after December 1st? Um, you don't know yeah, the dates. I don't know the dates. I know he was, but he was expelled in December 2022, right? Yeah. No. Wasn't it? Yeah, because it was January 2022 to December 2022 that he was a congressman. So after that, he was expelled. I was pretty sure we just saw him be expelled. I like, swear it was now. more time ago. It, no. I'm going to go. When was George Santos expelled? We can find out easily. December 1st, 2023. Oh, really? I, I feel like it's been forever. It's been a month. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing about George Santos. Well, that's, I was like, I mean, yeah, it's been some time, but mm -hmm. why would we still be talking about him if this happened a year ago? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm time blind. You know that. A month, a year. I know. I'm I like, live in the eternal present. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just like 2022. Yeah. Do you even know what was going on in 2022? No. Me neither. Yeah. Who, That's well, who why knows? I was like. Nowadays, things go so goddamn fast. Everything's happening all at once. Everything's crazy. Yeah. Everything's crazy. But okay. So he was expelled December 1st, 2023. But. Um, when he was a child, he was, um, there you go. Yeah. When he was a child, he was parented, sired by, uh, two Brazilian immigrants who moved to Queens. And I think their names were, um, I think it, dad's name is like Gracino or something like that. And his mom's name is Fatima or Fatima. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they divorced pretty quickly after George was born. And like Fatima, she she was like a cook, a nanny, a house cleaner. Okay. And he like grew up in some like horrible, horrible environment in um some somewhere in Queens. And, what was um, horrible about the environment? Well, he um there's a story that he the thing is you just don't know because these are stories yeah, that these, he tells. Yeah, everything we know about George Santos yeah. we found out from him. Yeah, but basically, like there's a story that he tells in the book The Fabulist. Where he's talking about how, like, he used to, like, have to seek high ground at night in his parents' house or apartment or whatever, because that was the time for the rats to play. Oh. Yeah. So it was, like, pretty, from what he says, it was pretty desperate circumstances. So everyone knows George Santos basically as just, like, a liar. Yeah. Some of the lies that he told is, like, a good example of... How much he lies. Yeah, yeah. He said he was on Hannah Montana. Mm -hmm. He said he was a Broadway producer. He said um, his mom 
I remember reading it like, yeah. my mom died as a result of 9-11. Yeah, and he sort of originally presented it as like, she died in 9-11. Yeah. But then he edited it to be like, no, she died because of the results of 9-11. Like right. she was caught in an ash cloud and got cancer. And I think that's how his mother died, but it had nothing to do with 9-11. Oh. Yeah, no, she wasn't even in New York on 9-11. She was in Brazil. Like she eventually moved back to Brazil. Say, yeah. Okay, so this article in New York Mag... The one lie that's about 9-11 mm-hmm. is written as, it's unclear if his mother's death was related to 9-11. So he wrote it on Twitter that the September 11th attacks claimed my mother's life. Yeah. On December 23rd, 2021, he said it was the fifth anniversary of his mother's passing, a loss confirmed by her obituary. Mm-hmm. Okay. On his campaign website, Santos claimed his mother, Fatima DeVolder, was in her office in the South Tower on September 11th, which sounds wrong if she was a housekeeper. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he also lied about his mom, like, throughout his life, saying that she was, like, he always would say to anyone that he, like, came from a lot of money. Like, that was oh. his big, basic lie, is that he came from, like, a lot of money, and, in, like, his dad was, like, maybe an investment banker, and his mom was, like, this big executive and socialite and, like, charity person, but none of that was ever true. Mm-hmm. Like, this—his lies is, like—it's it, not just something he's done in order to, like, become a politician and— mm-hmm you know, like pander to the alt-right. He is a pathological liar. He has been doing this since he was a baby. Like even his mother, and they were very, very close throughout their lives, but even his mother would tell people, don't believe a word George says. So when you read that part, um, did they say like where she said that or where they found that information? No, well, I guess because um, the biographer, I he is pretty straightforward about the fact that he like, didn't have any real access to George Santos himself. So I'm assuming all of these come from interviews with, like, childhood friends and uh, friends of his mom. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming he's just doing, like, your basic, like, yeah. reporter reporting kind of journalistic. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm assuming it was from the friend because she told it to one of his friends. So I'm assuming it's from one of the th- that friend. There's no evidence she was at the World Trade Center on 9-11. And though Santos has claimed she was a finance executive, mm-hmm. public employment records obtained by NBC News list her only employer as an imports business in Queens that folded in 2001. In 2003, Fatima applied for a visa to enter the U.S. In the doc- document, she wrote that she had not been in the country since 1999. Yeah. So in 2000, okay, so mm-hmm. they're like, well, she wasn't even here in 2001. Exactly, yeah. Got it's, it. But why are they saying, it's like, we don't know. It's like she wasn't, it's documented that she wasn't here. There's no way she was yeah. around there. Yeah. It's unclear if his mother's death was related to 9-11. It's clear. It's not. It's Yeah, <laughs> it's clear as crystal that she was not. When you said, though, uh-huh. that his parents got divorced pretty quickly after he was born. Yeah. Do you think that that is the trauma that caused him to be like this? Fuck him. My, <laughs> no, seriously. My parents also divorced when I was like one. Yeah. And I also saw my father sporadically and we didn't have a great relationship. And I'm not a liar all the time. <laughs> Just yeah. some of the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
and only to make a story sound better. <laughs> I've never lied for money. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you say that like you don't believe me. You're uh-huh. like, uh-huh. True. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever you okay. say, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm well, a very honest person when it suits me to be so. I get it. It's funny to me because you're always good at pointing out when someone's lying. And I am a terrible liar and therefore just don't really do it. No, I'm a terrible liar too. I, oh, I, only I'm not when saying I'm telling that you're stories. good at it, but yeah. yeah. I just don't. It like doesn't occur to me to lie sometimes. Me too. Me too. Like we've had this conversation. You and I are not strategic thinkers. <laughs> we aren't. Like some people are like, some people think like, oh, if I say this, I'll get this reaction. It's like they they really, th- and we just like, I have, I have no impulse control. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, let me just tell you everything that happened. Exactly. Like, Whether it benefits me or not. Uh-huh. And yeah. then I see the reaction in the person's face and I go, oh. Oh, that wasn't good. Yeah, exactly. That's going to come back and bite Oops, me on the why ass. Why did someday. I say that? <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. Yeah. yeah. We're just, we're open books. We're, we're open and honest. And that's a good thing I keep on telling myself. Um, I think, yeah. I think that um, a lot of times people start lying because they don't want to be themselves. And that ultimately is very sad. Oh, that's definitely like the theme. I mean, not that it's like a particularly insightful thing but that is the theme of the fabulous that it's like he always just wants to be not who he is you know yeah so he's always been lying about like the amount of money his family has and just like even when he was working at like his only real job he had yeah was at dish network really as yeah as like a customer service person because he could speak uh portuguese and English. Okay. And so what they do at Dish Network is since they have a lot of foreign programming, they like to hire people who are like newly in this country who have a command of English and another language. Mm. So therefore, they used to route him all the Portuguese calls. And even back then, people who worked with him were like, he was always like shopping at Hermes and expensive places. So I think he was conning for money. Even And this was like early, early on in his life. Like, Mm -hmm. I I guess he said it's like after he never went to college, but during college age. So he was in his early 20s when he was already scamming people, Mm -hmm. probably for money in order to like afford nice things. And then go to his Dish Network job. And then go to his Dish Network job. But the thing is, it's like these people, they make money. Can they just blow it? On super expensive shit. It's like that's what it's for. It's so that they can like dress and appear to be like way more wealthy than they are because yeah. they have a hole inside of them you see oh yeah 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 uh this is like what would happen if anna delvey got elected to congress uh, no honestly he has anna delvey has nothing i know on George right santos he is everything he says is a lie yeah like literally, at least anna delvey i feel like she was kind of better at being like, this is where it's of advantage for me to lie. And this is like what I'm going to lie about. And but he like seems to have this pathological need to just lie for the sake of lying. Like he can't stop it. Yeah, he absolutely. It's imp- it's compulsive. He cannot stop. Like he also said he had employees who died in the Pulse shooting. Yeah. Which is the gay club, right? Mm-hmm. And so George Santos is gay, so he's probably just like, I am so important. I am tied to this historic gay thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like Zalig. He's got to tie himself to like every important historical thing that ever happened. 
Who's Zalig? Oh, Zalig. I don't even know. To tell you the absolute truth, but it it's, reminded me of Michael Alig, who's the party monster. He's that's who I meant. He's like Michael Alig. He's I, everywhere I all thought. at once. I was like, I bet we actually are on the same page. Yeah, yeah. no, in a in a weird way, yes, yeah. very uh, actually similar to Michael Alig. Mm-hmm. It just he's a he is in his own way a party monster, a Republican party monster. Okay, tell yeah. me this. <laughs> okay, have you ever met? A gay person who's Republican? Um, yes, I have. Um, who, subsequent to that, and I don't know if they remained Republican, but they ended up years later being trans. Really? Yeah. So I saw her years later on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. I assume, but... At you the, couldn't tell necessarily. I if couldn't she tell was necessarily. Like we had the briefest of conversations over Facebook just to be like, hey, I'm happy for your new life. But before that, he was like super, super gay. And yeah. so I assumed, and we were living in San Francisco at the time. We were doing a show in San Francisco, and he had like the little dressing area next to me. And uh, yeah, was I was shocked. It was ragtime. <laughs> oh my God, I've yeah. worked on ragtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ragtime. And we were both like, I was understudying and in like basically ensemble. He was ensemble too. Oh, and, I was going to uh, say, were you Houdini? Well, no, I was, I remember now I was reading this book uh-huh. called um, The Possessive Investment in Whiteness. Mm. And it was about like Jim Crow and, you know, all of those like institutional racism, like way before it kind of, at least in the white world, became cool. an issue. Cool to talk about. Totally yeah. cool. Or just like, oh, educate yourself. Exactly. White people. You yeah, know. Exactly. So it was before then. So everybody in the cast thought I was it was a racist book where I was t- I was reading something about like, oh, yes, whites should possess everything no exactly oh my god i'm gonna tell you this Uh he and another woman in the cast who was playing one of the main characters was like they like sidled up to me secretly and they like yeah i think affirmative action should be banned (laughs) seriously this is in san francisco with fucking performers musical theater performers just for those who don't know ragtime is a show that's mostly featuring um, black performers it's because about it's racism. about racism. Yeah. yeah. And the music ragtime is um, black music. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. And I think then, yeah, it's about racism. And then there's a couple of white characters. It was like, yeah. we did it in Boulder. Mm-hmm. We oh, had okay. to like outsource to get black people. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I bet. And also it's like a massive cast. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But that's crazy. <laughs> I know. Two people. And he was one of them. And he was actually, like, more forthright about his republicanism. Okay. So I was just absolutely shocked. So I, But I think that's the only gay Republican I've ever, like, outright met. But I'm sure. I'm sure there are secret gay Republicans out there. And you just don't talk about it. Right. I mean, there are reasons to be Republican, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And um, it wasn't that long ago that Republicans were like, get these gays out of here. So yeah. that's why it makes me like, well, how could you ever be a Republican? I don't. I, yeah. I have my theories. Is it just to save money on taxes? It could be also internalized homophobia, I think, oh. is a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I don't want to paint every gay Republican with that broad a brush, but. In my brief experience, it was definitely like this guy had problems with his own 
homosexuality and probably dealing with being trans. And so, yeah, I think it had a lot to do with like, oh, they hate me. Good. I'm going to join them because I can't be a part of a club that wants me. Oh, yeah, I know. It's sad. Anyway, I guess another one of George Santos's lies is Mm -hmm. that his niece got kidnapped. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a relatively recent one. too. Uh-huh. It says in a long series of interviews with The New York Times published in October 2023, uh-huh. Santos said his five-year-old niece once disappeared from a playground in Queens oh my God. and was discovered on a surveillance camera 40 minutes later with two Chinese men. Santos believed that his criticism of the Chinese government could have set his family up as a target. Quote, Look, I don't want to go into, like, conspiracy theory, but, you know, if the shoe fits right. Naturally, the Times vetted the story with the New York Police Department. We found nothing at all to suggest it's true. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. He, like, all he has to say, all he has to do is actually speak out against the Chinese government. Because in in a lot of his interviews... You know, he's saying, you know, why are you talking about my lies? Why can't we talk about the issues? I'm trying to be a good congressman. I'm trying to do things for my constituents. So everybody should ignore all of these lies I've told. Okay, so because what he's doing there is he's trying to point out the fact that he's talked. He's talked bad. I don't know what to say. He's like my this thing I said about the Chinese, the Chinese government he's trying is to so point out important. What he said about the Chinese government, but he has to oh. attach this huge lie to it. Right. You know, he cannot fucking help himself. All he has to do is like Chinese government bad. And then he'll get like the whole magosphere and everybody will love him. Yeah. And he'll get his point across. Exactly. Instead of like adding some convoluted shit. He has to make it. He he he's a queen and he loves drama. Totally. Yeah, totally. Queen George. Um, And then I have to read this one about Hannah Montana. Okay. Santos's resume inflation keeps getting more absurd. A Wikipedia bio for a user named mm. Anthony DeVolder. Uh, so oh. that was his last, his mom's last name. Yeah, that was one of his names. So that, okay. Yeah, he used DeVolder a lot. And DeVolder is also the name of his like bogus, like financial organization where he funneled all of this oh. money through. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so that user wrote into his Wikipedia that uh, following a successful drag career, he landed roles on Disney Channel shows such as Hannah Montana and Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. No shit. After his stint in TV, the Santos bio then states he hit the big screen with a role in a movie called The Invasion starring Uma Thurman. <laughs> Even though Thurman never appeared in a movie under that name. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, he also said to a friend at one point that he was a Vogue model. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to be in Vogue and was like walking the runway. And, you know, I don't want to shame. But George Santos is he's he's a round fella. Well, yeah, he's no model. Yeah, he's no model. I mean, he's perfectly cute and perfectly charming. But, you know, I know. Yeah, there's absolutely absolutely no way. No way. Even honestly, even Andrew Cunanan wasn't as like bald faced a liar as George Santos. At least Andrew Cunanan would like if he was going to play some sort of character who was like a Marine, because that was one of his like identities that he would George Andrew Cunanan would play. He would like work out. He would shave his head. George Santos is just like, yeah, I'm a model. I'm (laughs) fabulous. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Just 
Andrew Cunanan uh, yeah. is the guy who killed uh, Johnny Versace. Johnny Versace. Yeah. Anyway, I'm obsessed with him. Really? Oh, totally. Yeah. Did you watch the... I'm obsessed with all people like this who like slip into different identities, like shapeshifters. You uh-huh. know, people who slip into different identities and like do not give a shit what they say to anyone who can just... I. I'm a bad liar, but I am fascinated by people who can just do it with a straight fucking face. Mm. It's amazing to me. I mean, me too. Yeah. Um. Did, w- did you watch the Gianni Versace show by um? Oh, what's his oh, name? Twice by um uh Ryan Ryan Murphy Murphy. Yeah, absolutely. I well, this was when it was airing. You know, one episode a week. Mm-hmm. So I started with the first episode, and I just was like, I can't get into this for oh, some really? reason. Oh, okay. Well, so I didn't give it a second try. It's really. And I don't remember why. I, I, it's really good. Okay. I really like it. Well, yeah, yeah. I want to know more about Andrew Cunanan. Oh, okay. Do you want to talk about Andrew Cunanan for a little while? <laughs> I don't know. Do you? I know a lot about him. Well. Um, so, like, why did he kill Johnny Versace? Well, Andrew Cunanan, much like George Santos, was kind of obsessed with the high life. He was, but in, a, like, a way more effete, esthete kind of way. He really prided himself on, like, having a lot of, like, great taste. And, you know, he always was, like, looking through Vogue and Vanity Fair and all these, like, fashion magazines and architecture magazines. So when he would go and sort of introduce himself to wealthier gay men who could possibly be there, be his sugar daddy— he would be able to like speak at a really high taste level because Andrew Cunanan, and he like wasn't he was cute, but he wasn't like super hot like uh-huh. a lot of those boys are who oh, okay. you know. So he sort of marketed himself as like I'm a great companion. I have this great taste. I can make you really like I can go out with you and make you like really proud to have such a tasteful, intelligent. Oh, sorry, am I too loud? It hurts my ears. I'm sorry. Uh, here. When I get excited, I yell. It's not your fault. Okay. It's not your fault. It is my fault. Everything is my fault. Haven't you learned anything about me yet? No. I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm always wrong. I do nothing right. That's how I live. That's funny. Yeah. But anyway. See, I think it's funny to be honest about, you know, where you are. Yeah. Well, and just be like, just so you know, everybody, I do everything wrong. Yeah. And I then nobody suck. can be mad at you. I absolutely suck. I know it. I'm totally aware of it. <laughs> so if I do anything sucky, I know. So you can't say I anything. Already know. Like, I'm aware of it. You don't have to talk to me about it. <laughs> Maybe that's my defense mechanism. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I do the same thing, though. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, Andrew Cunanan, so he marketed himself as like, you know, like I'm smart and tasteful. So. And one of his big stories was that he met and charmed Gianni Versace. Okay. Like when he was younger, when he was like in his early 20s. And um, as he got older and as his marketability as a rent boy or whatever you want to call it, uh, as a kept boy started spiraling, he started spiraling. And eventually, like, he he really started to resent everything in his past and like all the rich gay men and um we don't know whether or not he actually met johnny versace but he was clearly obsessed with johnny versace and he was like used to be like a huge fan of his clothes like you kind of got the sense that he wanted to be johnny versace but he like was a sociopath and couldn't actually accomplish anything he could only lie to people 
He's like single white female. Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. Like, or like any celebrity obsessed. Yeah. You know, psychopath. He was sort of obsessed from afar and made up stories about having met Johnny Versace. But then, you know, the worm turns and he decides Johnny Versace must die because I can't be him. I mean, it's all very, like, deeply psychological. There's, you know, there's no, like, straight A to B with Andrew Cunanan. Well, I think that's um, also the fascination with when they make movies like that, like Talented Mr. Ripley. Exactly. Which people are saying Saltburn is, like, new... Age talented Mr. Ripley. Have you watched that Wait, yet? Wait, what? There's a new talented Mr. Ripley? Yeah, you gotta watch Saltburn. Saltburn? Oh, okay, because I love that movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, Saltburn, I'll watch it. I'm not saying it's better than talented Mr. Ripley, okay? Yeah. I'm not saying All right. there's anything quite, you know. Yeah. Just watch it. Yeah, have you ever seen talented Mr. Ripley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just I mean, like, it's salt a burn movie. is on my mind, but I'm like, oh, this thing where someone becomes obsessed with someone, mm-hmm. and the whole time you're watching the movie, you're like, well, do you want to be him, or do you want to fuck him? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, I think, you know, that's a good point, because I think Andrew Cunanan originally was like, if I can nab yeah. Johnny Versace. Well, then he could live the life. Yeah, but then he didn't, and then the men that he was... With eventually, like, because he was a sociopath and, like, almost impossible to deal with after a while. Yeah. They dropped him. And he he was by then in his, like, mid-late 20s. And nobody wanted him anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he decided in the last blaze of glory, I'm going to, like, murder all these men who in some way I feel in my fantasy world have wronged me. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, he does a series of murders against people against men who rejected him or in some way did not fulfill his fantasy in a way that he felt they should wow yeah yeah did he commit suicide yes he did he was he was like he was in a boat he escaped the cops in a boat and then he shot himself in the head before like they were surrounding the boat they were ready to get him and he shot himself in the head yeah because people like that never just go to trial and see what happens yeah no no usually because they can't deal with the the blow to their ego that being found out shows to the world Mm -hmm. you know because they're so like george santos obsessed with this idea of themselves as important and rich and flawless it's a narcissistic thing yeah yeah okay so george santos was married Supposedly. Yeah, he was married briefly to, I think, like, pretty early on, like, right after he left Dish Network. He No, 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 seriously. So he mar- I know, right? He married uh, a woman, I can't remember her name, but he married her for a year, and it was clearly a green card marriage, oh. is the impression I get. So okay. he was just marrying her so she could become a citizen. Yeah, in 2019, yeah. Santos did divorce a woman in Queens. I'm very much gay, he told the New York Post in December. I'm okay with my sexuality. People change. The thing is, he married her in 2013. Uh Uh-huh. So maybe, like, they split up after a year, but he didn't divorce her until 2019? Mm Mm-hmm. That's weird. Like, he just kind of forgot that they were married. No, honestly, I think it's just like, he was like, okay, he couldn't do the paperwork. I don't know. Yeah, it says, The Daily Beast uncovered more on that first marriage, which lasted from 2012 to 2019. Yeah. 
in 2014, five years before his divorce from the woman, Santos sent Facebook invites to friends celebrating an engagement dinner with his boyfriend yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I see what you're saying. Santos's former, former boyfriend said the party never happened because he did not say yes to the proposal. Oh, my God. But, you know, he did subsequently... According to George fucking Santos, yeah, he is like married now. Yeah, so I'd love to know: Did he marry? Because 2019 isn't like too far back. Yeah. So did he marry his husband before 2019? If he is indeed married, and was he a bigamist? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Serious, because he didn't divorce her until 2019. So if he was married before then, even before he started, the New York Times, I think, had already published a huge expose. Of all of his lies. Oh. So he wasn't even sworn in before people knew. Uh-huh. I remember this distinctly, too. It was just like, and there's George Santos getting sw- sworn in. We'll see how this goes. Because it was just all of the lies were, like, coming out even before he was sworn in. Do you know when he started, when he got sworn in? I think, well, he would have been sworn in in, like, January of, what did we say, the year he was... 2022. 2020. Yeah. So go, because honestly, he made it less than a year before he was expelled. So I think it was January 2022 to December 2022. So he would have been sworn in in January. December 2023. 2023. God damn it. Why do I think it was a year ago? I don't know. Weird. Anyway, Um, this is so much happening all the time. It feels like a year. uh, And what we were saying was Republicans voted for him because. He was obviously just going to vote yes on all this Donald Trump stuff. Yeah, totally. But, like, Donald Trump hasn't been president since 2020. Well, no, because he was, um, he had run for the the seat that he eventually won, like, years before. Mm. And um, after— So he had, like, a following, like, people He knew. had a following, and he spoke at the Ellipse— during January 6th. Oh. So, and because he was also claiming at the time that his election, his first, yeah, his first go round, that the election had been stolen from oh, him. Oh, okay. So he was able to see, he was like currying favor mm-hmm. with the MAGA base and with Donald Trump himself. I mean, like I was saying to you before we started recording. Uh, yes. That's what they do. They see this con man. A con always knows another con. And they're like, oh, all I have, to, I just get in here, lie, 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 say whatever I have to, and I'll go to Mar-a-Lago, I'll meet him, and I'll get a job. Yeah. And it's often fucking true. So that's kind of the trajectory, I guess I would say, of George Santos in so many words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to watch him on Z-Way? Yes, we absolutely have to watch him on Z-Way. <laughs> I, love, I love this so much. Why does anyone go on Z-Way? Because they know she's going to um, fuck with you. Yeah, but she doesn't ask follow-up questions. I mean, I've only seen the George Santos interview, and it's a barn burner, and she's hilarious, but maybe her other stuff is not so funny. She was doing this on Instagram Live during uh, lockdown. Mm-hmm. She interviewed, like, Alyssa Milano. Oh, okay. And Caroline Calloway. Wait, what's her deal politically? Does she come from, like, a right-wing place, or is she, like, neutral and just basically, like, 
tries to take the piss out of whoever she's interviewing. Well, yeah, her show on Instagram Live was called Baited. Okay. So she would basically be trying to bait people into looking racist. Oh, oh my God. Who would want to be? Yeah, who would want to be on that? Because it's like, honestly, it's so easy for a white person to be baited. I know. Into being, you know, in ways that we don't even realize. I don't really know um, why people signed up for that. Yeah. She's an American comedian and writer known for her satirical commentary on politics, race, relations, and young adulthood. I mean, maybe they all think they're like, I'm going to be the one to beat Z-Way at her own game, and they all fail. Yeah. Yeah. Someone writes, I disagree. I find her funny, and she serves looks. Those boots on the first episode. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, her eye makeup uh-huh. in the George Santos interview is so good. Yeah, I just keep staring oh at it. Oh, my God. It. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. It's like coral and shimmery and very color saturated. I'm into it. Here we go. I don't know. On Twitter. Z-Way interviews can make guests look bad. Why do they do it anyway? Uh, so that was written about in the Los Angeles Times. Mm-hmm. The 29-year-old New Yorker is known for her frank, funny conversations about sensitive issues, especially race. It all began with the YouTube series Baited, where she'd needle her comedian friends by asking humorously uncomfortable questions like, On a scale of Malcolm to Martin, how much do you hate white people? <laughs> <laughs> I I disagree with that redditor you read. She's I know. she's good. She's good. And she is trying to make people uncomfortable. I mean That's she's she's says, going yeah. for cringe comedy. Yeah. And that is a thing. And some people don't like it and fine, whatever. Uh she describes herself as the share of alternative comedy. <laughs> The share of alternative comedy. Yeah. yeah. I don't even, I can't I even begin to. Because she looks good. Oh, okay. You, you know? Really? She serves looks. Okay, fine. You know what? It's fun. Okay, so did you ever hear of Alison Roman? No. She was a chef for like some publication, either the New York Times or yeah. like Bon Appetit or oh, something. Oh, okay. When embattled chef Alison Roman was asked to name five Asian people and couldn't. Oh. <gasps> They also have made Z-Way into... Okay, yeah. So, Allison Roman got in trouble. Uh-huh. And this was like... Uh, I'm just going to talk about it, and then we're going to see if it's right later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a huge thing about how Bon Appetit um, has a bunch of people on their staff. And even when they were making dishes that were from other countries... Yeah. They would favor the white people to make them oh okay so yeah this was like white white cooks and to write the article about an uh yeah a cuisine from another country mm-hmm. okay so she got in trouble and so then she went on baited and then i guess she couldn't name five asian people can you name five asian people yeah okay i'm just gonna go with famous people right yeah me, no me too yeah margaret cho yep um Jackie Chan. Good. <laughs> Aquafina. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Sandra O. Oh. oh, totally. Yeah. And She's very Asian, so I agree. <laughs> Ali Wong. Ali Wong, yeah. And I was also going to add George Takei. George Takei. <laughs> you guys, I beat Allison Roman. Nice. <laughs> so then she got a show on... Um, 
Showtime and was doing it there. Okay. And now I think it got canceled or something. But this is what, like, Z-Way does. Yeah, and, and she, she wrote a book called The Book of Z-Way. Okay. I just don't... The Book of Z-Way. Oh, my God. I, it just hit me. What? The Book of the Way. The Book of Z-Way. Oh, I've never I, heard of that. Yeah, the, like, The Book of the Way. Like, this is the way to go. I think that's yeah, what's... Like, she's it's smart. a pun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I'm just wondering, yeah, why people go on the show. I guess she had Fran Lebowitz on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You called your web series baited. I'm wondering if you are consciously trying to reclaim that term, which is often used as an accusatory way when white people bring up the issue of race. Oh, okay. As if it's a cheap shot. Yeah. She said, honestly, it's inspired by the Fox News industrial complex. (laughs) My coming of age was during the Obama era. He would wear a tan suit and they would talk about how he was a traitor to the American Constitution. Yeah. The ways in which that industrial complex speaks about race is really quite fascinating to me because it's always on their mind, even if it's subconscious. Mm -hmm. Yet when a black or brown person speaks about race, quote, well, then you're making it about race again. Oh, you're baiting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just really wanted to play with that public discourse and the idea of what baiting even means. People talk about race all the time, whether subconsciously or consciously. But when you explicitly confront it, it's taboo. I'm working to eliminate that taboo. Oh, my God. She's smart as hell. Yeah. I'm falling in love with Z-Way. Do you ever wonder what drives your guests to participate, knowing they might not come out looking Uh so great? Mm -hmm. I always ask them, why do you do this? Why did you do this? Mm -hmm. Each guest has their own respective answer. Some of them are fans of my comedy. Others really want to be part of the public discourse Mm -hmm. and think that the conversations are really beneficial. I really appreciate my guests because you can say whatever you want about their respective answers, but it takes a certain amount of bravery. So I'm eternally grateful for their bravery. So she's saying like certain celebrities are actually willing to take the risk in order to like further the conversation about race. Yeah. Okay. Um, She did another episode. That's a really charitable. I know way of saying it i think she's kind of just talking there (laughs) yeah well i I mean i mean i don't know she probably doesn't know why people do it yeah and i think maybe they do it because they're like (laughs) like you said this she's not gonna make me look racist yeah i'm not really not yeah exactly she said i would love to interview chet hanks and then she did who's chet hanks Tom Hanks' son? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He was, like, trying to be a rapper. And... God help us. Seriously? Chet Hanks. His name is Chet. He is Tom Hanks' son. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to be a rapper. Yeah. God help us all. He is the Hanks' son that they would like to forget about. Oh, so I he's the Tito. <laughs> is that the one that Jackson yes, didn't exactly. like? Yes, exactly. I think it was Why Tito. Why didn't they like Tito? Oh, because I don't... Was he the last one? He was just always, he was always trying to, like, I think he was always trying to, like, do a solo career. He just was the least talented one. Oh. I think that's been acknowledged. He was, like, the um the Ringo or whatever. <laughs> the Tito, the Ringo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Chris Kirkpatrick. Just kidding. Chris yeah. Kirkpatrick is actually very talented. I don't even know who that is. He's from NSYNC. Okay, good. He sings all the high notes. Oh, good for him. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. He should get credit. Anyway. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. 
But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So this, this is Z-Way. Should we play the interview now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tonight, one jokester and a national joke sit across from each other in a bombshell interview. You've been accused of lying to the American people. How long do you think it will be before you get called to be on Dancing with the Stars? I'll pass. So you won't be calling Sean Spicer for advice? Yeah, Sean Spicer. Uh, that I don't want to be Sean Spicer. Let's just call it that. He's reading already. You've compared yourself to Rosa Parks saying, if she didn't sit in the back of the bus, you shouldn't have to either. Meaning you didn't want to sit in the back of Congress. How else are you like our beloved civil rights leaders? Rosa Parks, believe it or not, is one of my favorite political figures. Why wouldn't I believe that? I had a portrait of her in my office. I think that speaks for itself. How else are you like Rosa Parks? I, I used an analogy. I'm not like Rosa Parks. Come on. I could never measure. Let's just put it that way. Can I list civil rights icons and you tell me what they mean to you? Marsha P. Johnson. Very respectful, honorable person. Keep going. Respectful and honorable about what? Uh, on all the stances and all the work. Marsha P. Johnson? Yeah. What does that mean? Just... Keep going. Next. You don't know her. Yeah, I do. Keep going. Do you? I do. Go. Just keep going. James Baldwin. Huh? James Baldwin. Who the hell is James Baldwin? Who's James Baldwin? Harvey Milk. I have no clue who that is. Okay. What about Bowen Yang doing an impression of you on SNL? I think he deserves an EGOT. Okay, so let's stop here. Who is Marsha P. Johnson, Katie? Yeah, I was going to look her up. Yeah, look her up. Do you know? Kind of, yeah. She was a, like a, a, I think she was, okay, test me. I think she was the drag queen who threw the first bottle at Stonewall, maybe? Yeah. Oh, good. All right, yeah. Yeah, it says Marsha P. Marsha P. Johnson was an American gay liberation activist, self-identified drag queen. Known as an outspoken advocate for gay rights, Johnson was one of the prominent figures in the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. So she was indeed not terribly respectful. She threw a bottle at a cop, which, great, but I mean... Well, Very what respectful. he said doesn't make any sense. He has no idea, because he's like, move on now. He has no idea who he's talking about. He's fucking shameless. Is it safe to say you didn't come to the Capitol to make friends? I wasn't there to play nice. I was there to expose the rot and corruption, and I did. And I'm going to continue to do it. Republicans and Democrats alike. Swampy, slimy people selling this country down a river. What rot and corruption did he expose? His own? Yeah. That's all. What is he talking about? Well, uh, 
I I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, he's yeah. He's delusional. Who else in Congress is committing fraud? They're all frauds. Name if you, them. If you if you were to Name if them. you were to put me Name them. If you were to put them Name all them. under the same scrutiny I was put under, mm-hmm. you'd Name fucking them. vacate the whole goddamn building. Can I name them and you just wink if Go I Go ahead. Marjorie Taylor Greene. No. Kevin McCarthy. Yes. Lindsey Graham. Yes. Matt Gates. No. Bob Menendez. Absolutely. Goldbar Menendez. Dan Goldman. He doesn't pay his rent. Dan Good. Dan Dan is owing $180,000 worth of rent right now on his $45,000 monthly rent, which is what most Americans make a year. You let that shit sink in. The way you know everyone's business is humbling to me. I kind of want to fact check that Dan Goldman thing. Okay. Because, like, he's right about the other three that he says, yes, that they're frauds. And I don't doubt that there's, like, a lot of stuff under the covers that they don't want to be seen. (laughs) Dan Gold... This is from the New York Post. Okay. Dan Goldman owes months of rent on Tribeca... Pad totaling 180K suit. New York Democratic rep Dan Goldman, heir to the Levi Strauss and Company fortune and one of the wealthiest members of Congress, has been sued for skipping out on four months of rent on his posh Tribeca pad. New court papers show. You were seen walking around the Capitol with a baby in your arms. <gasps> yes. Look at the baby. It's Congressman Santos, what are you doing to stop the ongoing genocide of Palestinians? Do not record this baby. When asked if it was yours, you said, not yet. As in a reference to, I'm not a parent. I'm not there yet. Not that specific baby. So whose baby was it? It was a staffer's baby. But you were running around with their baby. No. You were using the baby as a prop. No, I was taking the baby to introduce him to another member of Congress. When you do decide to have a child... Would you rather have a gay son, thought daughter, or pathological liar? What did she say? Thought daughter? Yeah. What does that mean? Let me tell you what thought stands for, because it's always hard to remember. Okay. It's T-H-O-T? Yeah. Okay. It stands for, um, well, dictionary.com is like, here's what it means, but it stands for that hoe over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I, I okay, I get what she's asking. Yo, right? she's yeah. a thought. <laughs> no, because sh- when she said thought daughter, I was like, thought oh, leader? A, th- a thoughtful daughter. I'm not, like a daughter who, like, is philosophical and, you know, does her homework. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, of course I would prefer that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, to a gay son. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a pathological liar. Or a pathological liar. That seems, like, tough, even though, like, their stories might be fun. <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to like apologize for them you'd have to like which his mother did his entire life yeah, yeah. you'd have to be involved exactly. it wouldn't just be fun to watch yeah and then eventually you'd have to let him go and be like all right hope for the best yeah that he doesn't end up in jail i will have a child and i will accept my kid in any way shape or form they come and the best i can do is teach my child to be better than me Love that. And do you plan to adopt black? Uh, I I wouldn't be opposed to it. Especially because I can probably make a black baby on my own, granted my dad, so, and my entire dad's family, because I'm biracial. Got it. So when you say you could make a black baby on your own. Oh, I mean, essentially, physically. Like, not physically, but if I were to use my sperm. To impregnate a woman. Yeah, I could. Okay, where does this come from? Because honestly, 
what people have said about George Santos and his lies, it's like there's uh, and with all good pathological liars, there's always like a kernel of truth in there that they build upon, Mm -hmm. you know. So is there a kernel of truth? I was wondering if it had something to do with like maybe a certain like part or, you know, people in Brazil maybe have are sometimes black. African genetic or, or something like that. Well, and so that's know. why he's saying it. But he's just like, I could have a black baby because of my dad and the other relatives. He's basically saying he's my like, dad is black, but I, that's his dad is Brazilian. I'm biracial. Yeah. So he, that is what he's saying. But then he maybe thought better about saying my dad's black. Yeah. So he doesn't say that, even though it's like. He like he he you're right. He can't help it. Oh, because of my dad and my entire dad's family. So he's trying to indicate that like, oh, my dad is partially black. And so therefore I am partially, partially black. I think so. But that's not biracial. No. Yeah. Okay. That's high possibility. So. And I love it. Will you be running for office again? Not now, but in the future, I'm not ruling it out. Wow. As a Republican? As of now, yes. Okay. As of now? Yes. 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 But there could be a day where you pivot. To an independent. To an independent. Because I think the country needs more independent thinkers now. Like Jill Stein? No. That's, that's a Russian asset, according to Hillary Clinton. And I believe Hillary on that one. And Oh, wow. And what are you an asset of? Of... No one. Do you plan to run as a Democrat? Because you've been really embraced by like the Gen Z. I love the Gen Z. Progressives. Gen Z loves Trump. Define love. They love Trump. He's an icon. Gen Z loves Trump. Could you say icon again? Icon. You know why I love the Gen Z progressives? You, please. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because they're the future. And they need to slay the boots house down in the future so that this country can stay functional. What does slay the boots house down mean? Conquer everything. Like That's what that means? Like, yeah. It's like you just got to be awesome at everything you do. And they have to do that. They need to be awesome. Okay. Can we look up slay the boots house down? That sounds so, it's like nonsensical to me. Yeah. Slay the boots house down. Slay is used to describe an action as in, she's slaying right now. Yeah, yeah, I get that part. Saying slay the boots, wait, slay the house down boots is telling someone to slay or do something amazing. Slay the house down boots? That's what Urban Dictionary says. And then someone on RuPaul's Drag Race Reddit says, help me with the house down boots, mama. (laughs) I d- okay, is Boots like a nickname for an imaginary person that you're talking to or the person that you're speaking to? I like, think slay they, the house down, Boots. I think they say this on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, all right. I am a straight, white, Midwestern cisgender male, and I need help. <laughs> One of my bestest buds and daily cultural educator is having a hell of a time trying to teach me what the house down Boots means. <laughs> She's tried her best, but I just cannot grasp the house down Boots. Please, someone, for the love of God and Mama Rue, help me understand what this means. This is a straight white cis male? Yeah. Love it. I'm told it's not a descriptor, but a feeling. Okay. Please help explain this expression's meaning to me in a way my dumbass can understand. Uh, And then someone comments, 
rat a cat a cat 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 tongue pop. Okay, no, that makes it clear. Yeah. <laughs> and someone else says, I almost feel like you could just mentally replace it with and doing it fucking well. She's serving Lady Gaga the house down boots equals she's serving Lady Gaga and doing it fucking well. Okay, she's serving the Lady Gaga house down boots. Yeah, she's... I'm just going to have to accept this. It's supposed to be slay the house down boots. And yeah, that's what said, I was thinking. He says he slay says the it boots wrong. house down. Yeah. And so she's like, do you, what is that? Oh, mean? that's, I thought she didn't know. No. Because it just sounded so weird to me and I'd never heard of it. I'm like, I know. it makes no fucking sense. Okay, so he's trying to be cool and say a RuPaul thing. And she's like, do you know what's going on? You've connected yourself to multiple historic tragedies, including the Pulse nightclub shooting. You said your mom died in 9-11. I did not say my mom died in 9-11. You said that your grandparents survived the Holocaust. I said my grandparents fled the Holocaust. Do you think it's appropriate for politicians to use terror for their own professional gain? That's what politicians do. So yes. No, no, I'm not saying yes. I'm just saying, just look at all these politicians. They're hacks. They're not doing anything other than lying to you. If a politician's mouth is moving on Capitol Hill, they're lying to you. But I'm looking at a politician and I'm your not mouth a politician. is moving. I'm not a politician. And I feel I, like you're lying to me. I'm not a politician. Never was, what never are will you? be. What's your, what's... I was an elected public servant for 11 months, proud of it, never caved to the establishment of politics. You were in government, but you're not a politician. No, I, I hate politicking. Nancy Pelosi had a big hand in the riots in January. We're not talking about Nancy Pelosi. That's a Hunter Biden thing, not me. Bush is a warmonger, and I don't like warmongers. And I believe Hillary on that one. Feels like you're politicking right now. Nope. Do you support a ceasefire, or are you afraid of losing your Hollywood representation? Excuse me? Do you support a ceasefire? I hate war. Wow. Yeah. You love peace. Peace is the way to go. Do you support a ceasefire? No. You don't? No. We don't negotiate with terrorists. War against terror should never be undermined, period. Hamas is a terrorist organization. How would you bring peace to the Middle East? Very simple. Eradicating terror cells like Hamas, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. I mean, there's so many, uh, to name a few. No, please name name them all. No, no. But the point is, is if if we go after all the terrorist organizations and cells, we will bring peace to the Middle East and the world. But fact. Via war. I mean, sure. Would you, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's a good cause. This is kind of what all politicians do though, right? Mm-hmm. Where they go, um, we need to like eradicate these terrorist groups. Yeah. And she's like, by starting wars. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I mean- if we have to. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's always what it means, isn't it? Yeah. Because how else? But then he's like, I hate war. Yeah. But we shouldn't have a ceasefire and we should eradicate all of the terror cells. When I watch him say this stuff, I feel like he's um, he's just repeating stuff he learned while he was in oh, Congress. He, a- absolutely. He's like just, he's repeating he's a what he hears. He's a parrot. I, right? That's what Andrew Cunanan used to do. Ah. <laughs> Honestly, he just used to like... He was known for, like, not having any depth of knowledge about anything, but having a really good memory and yeah. saying things that made you think he was really informed. Yeah. Cause, but he had no, like, actual understanding of what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the same case here. He's just 
he, he, it's almost like Trump where he's just like, you ask him a question and he's just like, I'm taking this thing that I heard and I'm taking this other yes. thing that I heard and yeah. I'm going to mash them together and hope I sound informed and I know what I'm talking about. And if anybody questions me, I will just insist that I know. I mean, uh, looking forward to when it's time for debates. Oh, it's going to be, uh, you know, do you, okay. Do you, th- do you think it- he'll go? Who, George? Do, no, do you think Trump will go to the debates even? Why wouldn't he? He didn't go to any of the Republican debates. Oh. For the primary? Yeah, no, he didn't go to any of them. I think you have to if you're the nominee, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I know. I just think, like, he congratulates himself so much there. It's just... Yeah. That's what I always think is so funny about watching debates is I listen to the question mm-hmm. and I go, oh, man. That's a tough question. Yeah, and then yeah. you watch them just broaden the whole thing that they're saying. Oh, they never actually never answer the question. Actually... They're like, let me talk about Hillary Clinton and her completely unrelated malfeasance yeah. about this. And I'm here to take that away. It's like they don't even answer the question half the time if they don't have like a solid position on it. If they're like blindsided right, right. by the question, they're like, let me talk about this thing that will make you mad. I just am always like, how can I do this in job interviews? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know that that would get you the job, but <laughs> I don't know because I've actually depends. done that. I've actually done that before, where it's like, yeah, I'll kind of talk about the thing, but then I'll start like I'll pivot to another subject, and then like sometimes they just forget. Sometimes, what they yeah, asked. they're like, oh, I like that. They're like, yeah, as long as you say something that they that they <laughs> this like. Is so manipulative, but as long as you say something that they like to hear, like. They'll kind of skip right past it. Hey, I just want to give tips to the listeners. Oh, interview tips for the listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just sometimes it's a hard question and yeah. you can dance around it. Yeah. Or go like, I'm just such a hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really gets in the way of my life. Yeah, yeah I know. I yeah. can't socialize. Seriously, I'm OCD. I swear to God. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will do nothing but this job. Who in Congress could you beat in a lip sync battle? All of them. What song would you do? I will survive. <laughs> it's cliche. Why not? If you're performing this song um, in Congress, who would you be? Katara Rabache? Would you be Anthony DeVolder? Would you be George Santos? Like what? Ultimate? George Santos. I need, I need nothing other than just plain old George Santos. Okay. Can we confirm Katara Rabache was your drag personality? At one For point? a day. For a day. For a day when I was 18 years old. Look, if I was a career drag queen then, like everybody likes to claim, then I must be a myth of a drag queen now because I wear far more makeup today than I did in that picture. Not you dragging yourself. It's true, but it's true. (laughs) Just the thing about Katara Ravash, in the book The Fabulist, he contends that Katara Ravash was actually like an ongoing thing for George Santos. It w- and he constantly says, I was just having fun at the, like, I guess it was like Rio de Janeiro Pride. And, um, but uh, everybody that he interviewed was like, no, this was a thing for him. He was actually like a very much more feminine guy back then. Mm. And, this is sort of like, but like I said, he's a shapeshifter. So now he's like, I am in congressman character. Yeah. So he has to deny that. But no, definitely there might be some like gender. Oh, question. Gender questioning yeah. there early on in his life. Yeah, that's interesting. That's why it's like, oh man, to align yourself with these people who 
now are so anti-trans. Which is weird because his family actually, I can't remember, I think I, I read this in Wikipedia, but his family was actually always super conservative. Mm-hmm. And um, his, like, I guess his mother and his father and he were very supportive of, and I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name, but the president of Brazil, I think it's like Jair, it's J-A-I-R. Bolsonaro. Oh, yeah, so I'll just say Bolsonaro. Right. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay. But um, they were big supporters of Bolsonaro, who is kind of like Brazil's Trump. Oh. So even at the same time where he's trying to be all gay in Brazil, he's still at that time. It, so it, this the whole like Republican far right thing has been a parallel to him also like being a gay kid or gay young person in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil and living the gay life. So it's just like he he has no actual morals or sense of philosophical Self. consistency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just he doesn't he doesn't see the the dichotomy there. Are you alt right for clout or do you actually believe that drag queens are a greater threat to children than guns? I love drag queens. Let's set the record straight. I don't like drag queens for kids. You said that they were worse for children than guns. I still think drag queens are not for kids. They, no one is saying that they are for children. Did, why are there drag time story hours? Oh my goodness gracious. We're not going to get anywhere with that. Drag time story hours? Yeah, no, that's it's a big thing. That they're saying or is it a thing? No, it's a thing. And like, you know, in far right Republican circles, they're like, the drag queen should have nothing to do with children because there literally are public libraries that have drag time story hours. Oh. Yeah. Picture a criminal. What are they wearing in your head? A blue suit <laughs> and a white shirt. No. Oh. Tell me about your tutorial charts today. What are you wearing? This is an actual uh, uh, Teo from Macy's. It's a black-owned company. Oh, wow. And I love his suits. Uh, Ferragamo shoes. Ferragamo shoes. Yes, that's, I'm known for that. Uh, and are you wearing a black-owned designer because of the circumstances of today? No. Actually, if you go through my entire congressional outfits, a lot of them are from the same designer. And how many stolen credit cards did you use to pay for this look? Ferragamo, Hermes, you like the nice stuff too. Uh, I don't actually own Hermes stuff. Oh. Other than the cologne, that's all I wear from Hermes. Got it. Oh no, and the bracelet. Uh, <laughs> You're literally wearing an Hermes bracelet. How'd you buy that one? This was a gift from my husband. A gift from yeah. your husband? Yeah. The American people? Is it a metaphor? No, my husband. What's his name? Matt. What's his last name? Not telling you. You could have just said Santos and that would have been less suspicious than Matt, no name. See, he's got to have Hermes. Yeah. Like he, ca he says no and then I feel like something in him resists saying no to the fact that he has access to Hermes. Like deep, deep in his body, like soul deep, he cannot admit that he has nothing to do with Hermes because it's such a status symbol and he needs to have it. I was thinking, well, Hermes is on the list of things he bought with credit cards from um, his, his donors. donors. Yeah. And so then he's like, oh, I need to lie and say I don't actually own anything Hermes. And then he's like, but I... You're, yeah, I, yeah. He's like, but I, 
I don't know, but there were records. So he's like, well, I just bought the perfume. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, well, maybe someone will look at this bracelet. So I'm like, oh, in the bracelet. Oh, but it was a gift for my husband. So yeah. I had nothing so to I do didn't with buy it. it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> That's a good point. You've said that you've had Botox, lip filler, Ozempic. What is a complete list of cosmetic procedures you've had? I did go under Ozempic treatment for A1C reasons and subsequently lost 100 pounds. Uh, Botox, yeah, since I'm 25. Fillers, since I'm 25. I will never deny it. How do you pay for it? I've always worked Z-Way. Did you need fillers when you were 20-fucking-five? No. Who needs fillers when they're 25? What are you filling? You can't fill anything. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, okay, fine. You got your lips done. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Probably. But you have no, like, anyway, it's... Well, I think it's weird when people get Botox at 25, but they do now. Well, he's only, he's like 34, 35 35. at this point, and he looks preternaturally smooth. Yeah. So I don't doubt that he, like, in his deluded, psychotic brain, he's like, oh, I need Botox. Yeah. And there's always a doctor that will give it to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rustling or Sculptra? Juvederm. XL. NARS or MAC? Neither. Estee Lauder. Gotta keep the Republican donors happy. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather shoplift from Sephora or Ulta? Neither. I don't do petty crimes. White collar. House of Representatives or House of Gucci? You know what? House of Representatives. Really? Yes. Hmm. Slay the boots house down. House of Representatives every day. Well, not every day. Since last Friday. Oh, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Who cares? Well, a lot. Of, I would say your peers care. Like, well, I care, but, you know, but they, they did what they wanted to do, so. I'll be back. You'll be back. Yeah, I'm 35. They're all in their 50s. I'll outlive them. Each and last one of them. This is so menacing. I feel frightened. I'm not even in the house of rap. <laughs> What advice do you have for young, diverse people with personality disorders considering a career in politics? You're cute. You're really cute. She's so cute. In the words of Lady Gaga, you live for the applause. Are you like Tinkerbell? If we stopped clapping, would you disappear? No. You wouldn't? No. What could we do to get you to go away? Stop inviting me to your gigs. Mm. So no Dancing with the Stars? No. No RuPaul's Drag Race? I haven't got that invite yet. I'd love to go read a... The lesson is to stop inviting you places. But you can't. Because people want the content. Could you please define the word empathy? You know what's great about that? Empathy to me is probably, I don't understand it because people accuse me of having no empathy. Um, and and I, I, maybe I can't define empathy. You don't have empathy? I think I do. What, I believe I do. What is empathy if you think you have it? I couldn't define it. But I believe I'm empathetic to causes, to people, to situations. And that's the show. George Santos, everyone. Is this your book? Yes. Okay, I'm going to hold Wait, it. Wait, do you have a pen? Yes, please. Wait, let's sit down book. and sign this book for George. Did you really bring your Birkin? Is that a Birkin or a Kelly? That's, that's Kelly. N- yeah. Come on, you know. Just be nice. You're an 
So she can copy. So he can like copy it. He can steal her identity or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like, I won't sign it. I'll just have someone else write my Yeah, name. yeah. All right. So there are two things I want to point out about what we just saw. Okay. Okay. So when she mentions the possibility that he has a personality disorder. Yeah. That's when he looks like, and he says like, you're cute. You're cute. And he keeps on repeating it. Yeah. That's, I think, when we see, like, George Santos not wanting to fucking claw her eyes out and really resisting it. Because I know that when you, I don't know, but I suspect that when you mention that a narcissistic person has a personality disorder, therefore throwing a big potential flaw in their face that they might have, that's very undermining to their fragile, ultimately fragile ego. He was pissed. Mm-hmm. Like he wanted to fucking kill her in that moment. And instead of doing that, he laughed. He laughed and was like, you're cute. You're, it, it was so cute. weird. Yeah. yeah. And and cute is like in gay parlance is like such a it's like such a backhanded compliment sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember when I started doing drag, a lot of like more established mainstream drag queens would be like, you look cute. Oh, yeah. So definitely there's a there's like an. Uh, an undertone to saying like, you're cute. You're I cute. Mean, you think you're being really cute. That's yeah. what it means. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think he meant it nicely, but it is one of those words you can say that's like, well, the meaning is positive. So yeah. I don't know why you would interpret it that way. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So then she says, define empathy and he can't. Yeah. Oh, and uh, empathy. Oh, yeah. You looked it up. I did. It, very simple. Noun, the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you or I were in the same situation, we could have gotten there to that definition because we have empathy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think he doesn't even understand the concept. No. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's that thing where, like, why would he have ever looked up the meaning of the word? Because if he doesn't feel it, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't, but he's like, I'm not different than anybody else. I know that that's a thing that people say when it means something bad. And he's like, so I have it. I have empathy. He doesn't understand it as a concept, really. Right. He doesn't think about it. He's like, he doesn't think, am I an empathetic person? No. You know, I mean, do you think, okay, do you think about like whether you're an empathetic person? Um, Do I think about it? Yeah. Like, you know, when you maybe like get into a difficult situation or you really like hate a person, you're like, do I lack empathy? Oh, should I be better? I I never question whether I have it or not. Okay. Sometimes I do. Yeah. Because I can be like such a bitch sometimes. But usually I like feel bad about it. So I feel like that's my empathy biting me in my ass. Yeah, I feel... I wish I had. I wish I had no empathy. <laughs> no, me. T- I, yeah, sometimes in, I do too. In situations where, um, I mean, I always have a hard time because I don't want people to think I'm mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you have like mean thoughts? Yes, of course. Yeah, I think everybody has mean thoughts. That doesn't mean you don't have empathy. It just means you have rage. Yeah, yeah. And I know that that person could tell 
if I'm having a rage thought. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel bad. Yeah. You know? And the, the very fact that you feel bad about it, I feel That's means you empathy. have empathy. Yeah. So how did George know to say, oh, you're cute? Because he knew he couldn't show that he was mad? Yeah, but that's not empathy. No, but he was like, you could tell under the surface, like he was boiling. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he, yeah. Well, so that In any other situation, he would have like read her to filth. Right. Yeah. 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 That whole situation is more based around him thinking about himself and how he looks. Yeah. Yeah. Because she cut him Mm -hmm. with that personality disorder comment. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. What did she say? She said, (laughs) what advice do you have for diverse people with personality disorders? (laughs) Diverse young people with personality disorders. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. I loved it. Tonight, George Santos's second act, out front is learning that the disgraced former congressman is receiving hundreds and hundreds of requests to record personalized videos on the website Cameo. His fee has now jumped to $350, up from $250 just this morning. My favorite Tia song is definitely going to be Trouble. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That's me. Bye. Um, as far as George Santos on Cameo, I yeah. thought I had heard that he was only going to do a finite number of cameos. Oh, really? What'd you hear? I don't remember, but... Not when he's making that kind of money. I know. He's going to do them until I, I he thought can't it do was them anymore. silly. I was yeah. like, he should keep doing them. George Santos here. I'm a little disappointed because, look, um, really proud New York Republican with a pretty conservative voting record. Matter of fact, the most conservative New Yorker in Congress this year. What's this nonsense I hear? You guys are super liberal. Tucker and Henry telling me you're the most liberal people they know. Like, you guys got to do better and try to stop selling us out by voting for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer, and all these liberals that are just going to destroy our country. Mwah. People seem to love them. And And he's totally money motivated as a human being. He's going to make as much as he possibly can. This is the most money he will have ever made, honestly. Yeah, probably. In an honest way. You're absolutely right. Um, So it said in this news package that he started the price off from $75 and then upped it almost to $500. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now it's back down at $350. So, I mean, demand has lessened a little bit. So the market goes with that probably. But it said there in the news package, four videos left. And mm-hmm. like now on his profile, it says nine videos left. That's what does why nine videos left mean? I thought, that's why I said I thought he set some kind of limit oh. to how many he was going to make. Got it. Um, that's all. Oh, okay. Let's see. Just like people saying George Santos is making a dumb amount of money on mm-hmm. off yeah. Cameo. Yeah. George, everyone wants a George Santos Cameo for Christmas, apparently. Oh, okay. He's the new queen of the holidays. Yeah. Mariah Carey, eat your heart out. New queen <laughs> of Christmas right here. Yeah. <laughs> well... What else do you have to say about him? Well, we both talked about this. I find George Santos in that interview and just on his cameos to be like, he's a horrible person. Yeah. He's a horrible liar, but he's charming and funny and very engaging. 
And I feel like he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's always winking at the audience to be like, yeah, I'm lying to you. (laughs) And I want to steal all your money. But I'm so cute. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I have to say. He told Z-Way he wouldn't go on Dancing with the Stars. He would go on Dancing with the Stars in a second if they offered it to him. Why not? Money! Yeah. And attention. That's all he wants. I mean, part of me is like... (laughs) I hope he can stay famous, you know? Part of me is like that, too. I just, I want him to, like, have a talk show where it's, like, yeah, two, like, there's a game called, like, Two Truths and a Lie. Or, like, it has something to do with, like, you know, or he has fake guests on where it's, like, you have to figure out who, which guest is, like, lying about everything. Yeah. Or something like that. I think that would be really fun. But also, I can't forget, he's just, he's disgusting. Yeah. Like everything that he supports or purports to support is just like, you know, he had a vote. He voted for shit in Congress that hurts people. Yeah. You know, and doesn't give a shit just to keep the lie going. So. But it's almost like he really just likes the attention. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, maybe we could keep giving him the attention, but not in a political place. Oh, for sure. I mean, I kind of do hope he has a second career as just like. Yeah, a talk show host or something like that. I well, then it would hate myself. It wouldn't feel so uh, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. If only that was enough for Donald Trump. Well, he did have a career. I know. Basically, in reality television, and I feel like George Santos is like, I'm going to flip this in the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of like, yeah, why wouldn't that be more fun? It sounds like more fun, and maybe he'll like get some forgiveness. But he he won't be able to stop lying in a way that will destroy his life. Yeah, he's totally. It's impossible for him. Like yeah. he will learn, he will figure out, like Donald Trump, he will figure out a way to fuck it up. He will. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he cannot fail. Well, we hope, you know, we want to keep seeing you, George. Yeah, we do. We want to keep as long as you can keep it together well, and I... not get convicted. Well, he's also probably going to be convicted for crimes. Oh. So, because he's got, he does have he like did, the like, DOJ just, against him. Yeah, outwardly steal money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like huge campaign finance violations. He's going away for a long time, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, but maybe he'll do a reality show from jail. Here's the thing, George. Yeah. We have ideas for you. We do. And if we you got need some help, pitches. Just call us up. We have an Instagram online bullshit pod. Just give us a DM. Yeah. Just, you know, I, tr- I followed right you a couple of days ago. I'm in your followers. Yeah. Reach out, George. Reach out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I, that is our show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel, I feel sated. I feel done with Mr. Santos for the time being. Satiated. Satiated. Sated. Exactly. Sated. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Um, just uh, join our Instagram, Online BS Pod. Online Bullshit Pod. Jesus That's Christ, I thing. always get it wrong. It's Online Bullshit Pod. Because on Instagram, you can say shit. Oh, okay. On Reddit, it's Online BS Pod. Join Got our it. Reddit. Oh, and join our Reddit group. We just did a Reddit group. Yeah. So join that. We want to hear your ideas and what you want to hear about. Stuff yeah. like that. And whether you love us or not. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we both have really fragile self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> so fragile. So fragile.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.